Health Canada is reviewing hundreds of studies used to reapprove glyphosate, which is the active ingredient in the herbicide Roundup, after a coalition of environmental groups found that the studies were secretly influenced by agro-giant Monsanto, the makers of Roundup. The coalition includes EcoJustice, Canadian Physicians for the Environment, and Ekater, whose project manager of agriculture and pesticides, Karen Ross, is good enough to join us on the show now. Hi, Karen. Welcome to the program. Hi, Kelly. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. How did you first come to suspect that Monsanto, now owned by Bayer, had a hand in the academic papers? Yeah, that's a good question. So there, there have been confidential documents that have been kept under the veil of secrecy of Monsanto Company for years that have recently been released to the public eye as a result of thousands of trials ongoing in courts in the United States with plaintiffs alleging that their cancer has been caused or at least was contributed to by Monsanto's glyphosate-based pesticides. And these Monsanto papers are secret documents, either text messages or emails, strategic plans, maybe even presentations that reveal communications between Monsanto employees um, that um, reveal how they've influenced public science without expressing any kind of conflict of interest or their authorship on these papers. So when you're talking about influence, could it be funding for the actual studies? that result in the academic papers? Right. No, in this case, particularly what we're talking about is that Monsanto scientists have either edited, changed, or or even preconceived research papers and then taken their name off of these studies. So it appears as though these studies have been published independently through the peer review process, but really have been influenced by Monsanto, in some cases, right from the get-go of the conception of the study. Well, that's a sinister accusation. What are Monsanto saying? Right. Monsanto, which is now Bayer, it's been subsumed by Bayer, is claiming that they uh, have not had any influence over the results. However, uh, we know that um, there's one special issue in particular uh, that was influenced by multiple Monsanto scientists. They've actually submitted publicly an expression of concern over the influence of Monsanto in the research, and Monsanto has actually claimed the conflict of interest now. Hmm. The papers were looking for a link between glyphosate, that herbicide used in in Roundup, and cancer, correct? That's right. And why were Health Canada looking to reapprove glyphosate in 2015? Because this is what the, uh, you know, those studies were used to do was to to reapprove it. Is this unusual? No. So our law in Canada requires that our Minister of Health review pesticides every 15 years to ensure that they don't pose any unacceptable risks to our health or to our environment. So it's uh, Health Canada's responsibility to review both industry-submitted data, so data from uh, companies like Monsanto, as well as the peer-reviewed literature to determine anew whether or not glyphosate poses unacceptable risks. In this case, they reapproved glyphosate in 2017 mm-hmm. for continued use in Canada with very few, very minor uh, risk mitigation strategies. Within that evaluation, what we have revealed is that they made use of some of this science that has been influenced by Monsanto um, with the impression that it was actually independent data 
it's, done through the peer review process. It's funny that you bring up the word impression because I was under the impression, and I'm sure a lot of people were, that Roundup, uh, which is the active ingredient for it, is this glyphosate, this herbicide, was banned in Canada for private and commercial use. But that's not the case. Where do we use this herbicide? What do we use it yeah. for? Right. That's absolutely not the case. So glyphosate is the most used pesticide in Canada. We've never seen a pesticide used as extensively as glyphosate in Canada. Uh, We use it extensively in agriculture, predominantly on crops that are genetically modified to be tolerant to glyphosate. Hmm. So that's in our genetically modified corn, soy, and canola. We also use it at the end of harvest cycles to help dry out and eliminate weeds from crops like wheat and chickpeas. And glyphosate is also used extensively in our forestry industry, as well as on rights of ways. So things like roads and train tracks to get rid of weeds. Wow. So you just made me rethink my hummus for tonight. Glyphosate, I know, is banned in 14 countries. So that's probably, you know, I've been reading about it being banned in places like Colombia, France and Belgium. I just assumed we were with the program here. But, you know, the EPA in the states determined in 2017 that the herbicide had no link to cancer. The World Health Organization is determining, or at least they did in 2015, that it's a probable carcinogen. And Health Canada, now after your coalition has pointed out these uh you know, these studies um, that were used that uh, ha- may have uh, Monsanto's fingerprints all over them, which actually led to uh, glyphosate being reapproved for use in Canada. They're reviewing hundreds of studies right now. And I hear that the coalition is not satisfied with this. What would you like to see Health Canada do? Right, that's right. So it, uh, Health Canada has admitted that these are indeed troubling allega- allegations. So they're reviewing internally the science that they themselves used in order to determine that glyphosate was safe for use in Canada last year. However, what we would really like is transparency in the process and an independent panel of experts to review the evaluation itself so that we can regain public trust in the regulatory system here in Canada. Uh, The minister, under, under our law, has the discretion to remove glyphosate from the shelves immediately until an independent panel has been triggered. And uh, from what we understand, she is currently looking at the data to determine whether or not this independent panel will be um, formulated. And we should get a final response within the next two weeks. So to suspend glyphosate, to get it off the shelves, doesn't mean that farmers won't continue to use it, correct? No, if, if glyphosate is not approved for use in Canada, farmers will not be able to use it. Okay, but it, for while the review's going on, if she suspended it, um, then farmers would not be able to use it at all. That's right. What are the right. What are the odds of, of someone actually going ahead and doing that? You know, when we know that you know the EPA says now we're all good in the states, and you know in Colombia they've got a different story. I understand that the United uh, um, Arab Emirates they've also banned it. What are the odds of them saying we're going to suspend it? What what we feel is that the evidence that has been used in this evaluation uh, compromises the credibility of the evaluation. So ultimately, the minister is required by law to determine that this pesticide does not pose any, any unacceptable risks to our health and the environment. And for us, she can't have the confidence to make that decision right now. So first and foremost, we're looking out for the health of our farmers who mm-hmm. are potentially at risk by using this pesticide. The recent court case verdict in San Francisco showed that uh, for an American citizen who applied this pesticide uh, on, a, on a daily basis in some cases, 
was exposed to the pesticide and that those pesticides contributed to his cancer. Uh, these are concerning results based on independent science, and, and we strongly believe that our farmers shouldn't be put at risk until our government has done a thorough investigation of the independent science to determine whether or not this pesticide poses any risk. Karen, so in the meantime, we are asking that it is removed from the shelf. And as you say, there are some international precedents. While we're not talking about bans, mm-hmm. um, you know, France, Italy, Germany, they're, they're all making moves to... Uh, either significantly restrict or ban glyphosate in the next two to three years. So Canada needs to keep up with the regulatory decisions internationally. Are you shocked that we don't? You know, there's a lot of things like this, and I think, wow, I I would think we're world leaders here, but we're really slow to the game here in Canada. Yeah, that's right. There's some significant limitations to our regulatory system right now in Canada, and for us, I mean, it's often we're, we're facing significant conflicts of interest and a total lack of transparency in the decision-making process. And we're hoping that with this kind of evidence that we're bringing to light now, that potentially there'll be some changes in the way that Health Canada regulates our pesticides so that Canada can be better protected and indeed become a leader in terms of um, protecting our health and the environment from these toxic pesticides. When did you expect an answer from the, the government on this? Uh, we're hoping to have a decision within two weeks as to whether or not she'll trigger an independent review panel. Karen, I think we might circle around in, in two weeks and check in with you again. I, I wish you the best of luck with this. Thank you so much for bringing this to our attention. Thanks, Kelly. Take Cheers. Care. That's Karen Ross. She's a project manager in agriculture, of agriculture and pesticides at Ecater. All right. That's slightly alarming, isn't it?